Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Do you know, like a little tea bag holder that you have for your tea bags? And it's got a... I guess. Well, yes, it's just usually a little shape of a teapot and it's just a little thing that holds your tea bags once you've used them. Um, what are they called? It's called a bin. Oh, no. <laughs> Compost. Um, Oh. Hello and welcome to No Idea Yet, the program, well, podcast, where we don't know what the hell we're talking about for the first half. Go away, do a bit of research, and find out exactly what it was that we don't know. Every week we have a different topic. This week it's my turn to choose. I am your host, Freddie. I'm here with Alistair. Hello. And Jonathan. Hello. Where we take a dive into uncharted waters, or... Often, waters we should have charted many years ago <laughs> and to realise our ignorance. This week, the topic usually is spoken about with a the at the beginning, implying there's only one. But often I think we'd find that there's many. Johnny, what are you doing? This is a drum roll, but you're taking way longer than I thought you would. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we'll just go for it. The topic this week is the black market. Ooh. So you'd Ooh. assume maybe that there is only one black market, but obviously there's not. But I don't think anyone refers to it as black markets. Maybe you do? Of course you would. What, what, why do you think there's only one? What is in this like one big thing where everyone's got their trestle tables and they come out with all their illegal things? <laughs> well, that's the thing. I don't think, like, you wouldn't say, like, oh, they're being sold on the black markets, would you? You'd say it's on the black market, singular. Yeah, but, I mean, I it's hey, just a terminology for anything which is illegal. Whatever, it? it's my it. topic, so we're going to talk about it on my terms. <laughs> I'm going to write the title, uh, so, and that's going to be what. <laughs> yeah, so the thing that I find interesting is that, as, like, I hear you know you hear on the news about, I mean, especially with like cryptocurrencies being used to buy and sell illegal goods, and then I mean things that are illegal are obviously subjective to the country that is selling them. So something that maybe in England, such as food, like fruit and veg, is not. Uh, an illegal item but to sell something like that in north korea is a huge difficulty because i mean well they're being starved so the concept of a black market is just a place where people sell things that the government that they're under says they can't right yeah so i got a few questions about where they come from how you access them the idea that how some things are sold that you wouldn't even expect um how they're regulated because still things have to be regulated in somehow right it can't just be total anarchy to sell things and buy things and my final point is can we have a society without black markets if everything has a price so starting us off jonathan go i've got a little um literally about 20 minutes ago well before we started the show um on tv there was a thing about lidl and like its origin and starting in germany after the world war ii i think um obviously great depression so discounts were really big and they were thinking of a name to call it and i think one of the first names of what is the german word for black schwarz schwarz that's it so usually in germany apparently at the time if you ever had a shop you put market at the end of it and so they were gonna they thought of like we can't call it schwarz mark because it would be black market so um obviously they came up with little somehow but kind of a little fun thing of um little i think maybe schwartz was like a family name or something I, i'm not really sure but it was a thought of they yeah, didn't be. call it black market because it would be called black market and like banana republic though so i mean should have gone for it just being well, on point 
since we always go to Johnny, I'm gonna I'm just gonna cut his legs off here because I'm sure he's gonna bring us in on the second half with the the definition. Alistair, what do you think the definition of black market is? I missed my chance. Wait, it's definitely yeah, a, a, it's definitely trestle tables involved. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> in, in a dusty street. <laughs> very dusty street, exactly. With you know, shady looking characters around. Um, no, I mean, to be that is actually literally what I probably picture without like even subconsciously with that. But um, no, it's obviously yeah, where people buy and sell illegal or counterfeit or just generally yeah, like I say general goods that you cannot buy legally right that would be uh that would be my, my oh, initial thoughts they were it attained illegally so black market for stolen cars yeah. for instance yeah there's, so it's like, not definitely there's an element product. of illegality involved for sure yeah. like you wouldn't i was gonna go buy some bread off the black market and like i say unless you're in north korea or somewhere where the buying and selling of bread is illegal um but yeah it definitely yeah it, it's but then like i said if you wouldn't Say someone was going to buy drugs, you wouldn't be like, oh, I'm going to go buy them off the black market. I'm just going to, you know. Obviously, it's just like, yeah. But it, it would be obviously considered. But in, uh, in economic, economic terms, obviously, yeah, it's, just, it's just, I think it's as simple as things that are not uh, illegal to sell in not the country. Illegal or uh, not illegal, sorry, to sell in that country. Then, therefore, there is a black market of, um, of yeah, the black, black market of goods, which is. Yeah, basically untaxed as well. Probably that'll be a big part of it, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah probably the, yeah. one of the biggest things for anything which is black market will be untaxed. Or mine is probably the people selling it. They'll probably tax it. <laughs> so, Johnny, can you think of anything just off the top of your head that is something you'd imagine is sold often on the black market or a black market currently? People. Oh, yeah, yeah. Straight to human trafficking. Yeah. Yeah. You pick the yeah. topic for it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, people, drugs, um, animal products, um, anything stolen. Because I'm assuming also, like, if you think of like, yeah, anything bought stolen, like artwork, artwork's got to be a big thing as well. Because obviously, there's loads of fakes out there and some real ones as well. So it's. No, uh, that makes sense. I mean, the thing, like, had so considering the vast variety. And obviously the rise in things like cryptocurrency. How do you think they were regulated in the past? Anyway, just before all this, it's just people having to name their own prices. Regulated by whom? As in, as in, yeah. So I think we need to agree on a definition that we're going to go with going forward in this. So are we, are we just going with illegal things or things that aren't regulated by governments or things that aren't being taxed? Or what? just... Cause say, say you were, like, I don't know, doing a service for someone else who, and then you didn't pay tax on that. Would that yeah, be then that a black market, market? good? Kind of is, the, right. the origin of a black market has to come from somewhere. Was it there was actually, it could be like some random historic thing of in one country, there was actually like a market which was like had a black banner to it and it was only for illegal products and it was done like two in the morning or something. Or is it a case it's a general term, which is, you know, in the same way you'd have you know, the stock market, it's the black market is just something of where stuff which is sold under the counter effectively, which is the illegal, it isn't like taxed, it isn't whatever. So it's more of a case of there isn't. When you say the black market isn't one thing, it's everything that pertains to being something that's just illegally bought or sold. Well, it's the same as you know, the dark web, right? I assume mm. it's not. I've never been on it, but I assume it's not just slightly... It's, it's got worse lighting than the regular web. Like It's just, it's just our connotations that we have in our head with, you know, the sort of shady business deals, as, as it were. Okay, well, let me throw in a curveball here. So... Are you aware about uh, like you're aware of things like eBay or Facebook Marketplace or something, right? It's an online way of selling goods and services. So, or Craigslist. If if you had a code that meant that you were selling, I'm going to go with a soft one here. Um, 
oranges you'd stolen <laughs> um, but but you had a special code word for that and you're using ebay to do so is ebay a black market because mm. you're doing it like you're, you're getting around well that seller would be technically black market i guess a black market this, sell, salesman on a bit of a sideline this became an issue with wayfair there's a bit of a conspiracy about it because they found that you'd have a random wardrobe which had a really weird particular name like it would be called like sarah or something and it would go for like thirty thousand pounds or dollars and they're like so they they were wondering if wayfair was being used for human trafficking because they had ridiculous prices on like one-off oh, items geez. which had very personal names um, so I guess that's one thing I'll actually look look into again. I think it was just they were like, no Wayfair's just a weird place. But yeah, there was a bit of a, a thought about why there's very specific names for furniture, which is at ridiculous prices. That's crazy. Because the 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 the, re- the reason I came onto this idea was because I saw a news article that was an issue with people selling flight attendant uniforms mm-hmm. because if you got hold of the latest flight attendant uniform. You could walk straight into an airport and get past any security you liked without much of a, an issue. And ah. that was a huge problem in certain countries because it's like, oh, crap, our security has no idea who's real and who's not. Just from people selling their oh, flight. It has some sort of name badge system. Oh, no. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, hey, it's the, it's the, it's the wearing a high vis and just walking around where you mm, want. Or a lab like, coat. Exactly. And when you have a specific uniform, like, why would you question it? And especially, like, with the fact that the people who are flight attendants probably aren't paid that well, that if they can sell their own uniform for thousands, they probably would, mm. even if it puts security at risk. So That's basically, well, I was getting that anything can be sold if you think about this, and that there's probably reasons to sell anything, such as fake honey, which is referenced in our previous yeah. episode. That's a so, black market for that. I'm thinking, do you say about the eBay thing? Was it bought? You could say it was bought on the black market. But the black market is just, I guess, more of an ethereal name for when you buy something illegally or something like that. So it could be saying, oh, we bought on the black market, but the way I got it was through eBay. But not that eBay is the black market, just you purchasing something is technically from or within the black market. Yeah, yeah right. That's, 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 that's something that's what we're going to go with going forward as a, as a definition. Mm. Okay, Alistair, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to chuck at you my, my last point that I was saying. Do you reckon we can have a society without black markets? Nah, not really. And why is that? Not with zero. Like I said, it depends on, on if, if, if we're like, okay, we're going to cut down on human trafficking and like the, the illegal buying and selling of organs and drugs and guns. Sure, let's crack down all that. Everyone knows that, that's bad. Let's crack down that. But if you're saying there's going to be zero black market whatsoever, then that means, you know, like you say, no one's going to ever, you know, ever, you know, I mean, that's goes into far simpler things like like you say like oh, obviously drugs is a big one that's never going to go away because there's a demand for it right but yeah but i feel like as long as there is a demand which for something which is illegal there'll be a black market for it right so what if like prices would i don't know somehow we live in a society where everything was just so cheap or there was a perfect communist kind of society where you didn't have to buy anything would you need a black market because you just you just get what you want when you want it Sure, if that's the hypothetical world you want to portray, then sure. But like, that's not the world, is it? So, what's that thing about no, communism? Is like hypothetically communism works, but every time in practice, it has never worked, doesn't like that. Right? Well, yeah, it doesn't. Equality of outcomes don't don't work basically because people put in different effort. Like I said, 
that's the big thing. Like, equality of opportunities is great. That's what we should all strive for in society. But equality of outcomes, like paying everyone the same or having, you know, everyone do, yeah, basically communism doesn't doesn't work in practice because effort and, um, yeah, attention and everything else are different. Yeah. Uh, I mean, one thing, to say the difference between need and will happen, of I don't necessarily think you need the black market for a functioning society, but I don't believe that you won't no, have I one. That. You won't, it's, a, it's a byproduct of people wanting things that they can't have by law, right? It's as as surely any anything you have, just like yin and yang, you know, like as soon as you get rid of one thing, you just you just move the scale. So suddenly it'd be like, oh well, actually everything's fine. You know, there's, there's, everyone's got everything that they want, but this is like, yeah, but I want it cheaper. Mm. You know, and uh, you like, I think there's always going to be, even if it's not anything majorly like bad, it's not organs or anything like that. So you can get stuff, but then the next thing would be. Oh well, I want my cigarettes cheaper, and that's a classic thing, isn't it? You know, people buying you know under counter cigarettes for like no, wherever, because it's not the they just wants yeah, it's the extra, isn't it? So you know, I want it cheaper than I can get legal. it. Everything was legal. Everything was legal, and everything was really cheap. The thing is, you're still going to get someone where it's like, oh well, I've still got this stuff, and I don't really want it so bad, and so I can sell it to you cheaper than it is in the shop. Hmm. Is that that straight away? That's kind. Yeah, yeah. There's someone who's got leftover medication. Oh. They're like, oh. Like I don't need this anymore, like pain meds. And someone's like, oh, yeah, right. well, I could really do some back pain, but I haven't gone to the GP yet. They're like, oh, well, I can give them to you. Just chuck me a fiver or something like that. Yeah, yeah you've got one. If, if like the That's internet of things and you know, general communication increases in that in that way, or that kind of thing. Because obviously Facebook Marketplace is amazing for what it is, and it would there's no way that would have existed, you know, um, well, 10, 20 years ago. And it's like, you know, it's far out from eBay in terms of its being how unregulated it really is. Like obviously, you've got to imagine that, all sorts of dodgy stuff goes on there because it is mm. just literally people who haven't, you know, who just have the ability to talk to each other and put a photo of what they want to sell. And obviously, I'm sure you can get banned from it and everything else. And they do have it; they have regulated it to a degree, but you know. Fair enough. Well, does anyone want to add anything before I give you some things? One, one final before. point. You have so yeah, why, yeah. why were you um, why were you trying to get your hands on a uh, air, air hostess uniform? Was that a personal <laughs> use? Or? Well, <laughs> I just thought I'd look really good. I like the little tie thing that goes on the the cravat. Type thing. Yeah, and the hats they sure. wear were really cute. So, Very and fair. I mean, not even hostess, flight attendant. I should. I hope I said flight attendant. Is that is that is it a hostess now? The, the well, non PC term. Well, I mean, you can have hosts and hostesses. Ho- Why not hosters. make them all? Or host attendants. Yeah, attendants. Yeah, that makes it better. Than that. Go on. Well, what's our homework then? What's our homework? So basically, ideally, if you could look up some things that maybe are surprising on the on black market as in to sell, such as. I was saying flight attendant uniforms or animals or something, maybe something that you wouldn't realise was such an issue to be sold uh, illegally. Um, perhaps the origins and or future of black markets. I did hear on the news recently that cryptocurrency is actually declining as use in criminal activity. It's it's not really what people were trying to make it out to be as the, the true crime selling uh, medium. But actually, cash is king still in those under underworlds. And yeah, maybe a bit about how they're regulated or different black markets around the world, how you get a hold of one. But this is all for educational benefits. And I just say, we're all going to be banned from we'll be a government watch list by the end of next week. <laughs> I hope this hasn't taken a darker turn than I meant it to. No problem. I mean, just the thing about the, the, the cryptocurrency of with the best will in the world of like looking at really, Freddie, you, you, you have experience of this. You can look at a really successful, like high-earning company, and they still have no idea how to do anything with computers. So I think it'd probably be the same for criminal activity. Of people find it a lot easier just to deal with cash, 
rather than know how to how Bitcoin works, for instance. So I feel well, some like, people. If you, if you went around like your sort of local estate or where somewhere you knew like you know criminals were, and you tried to be, oh yeah, I'll pay you in Bitcoin for this if you can go. You know, it's, <laughs> it's not going to go very well, is it? Let's face it. Can I have a twenty yeah, I'm bag? I'm going to claim it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Can I have a twenty bag of weed? And it's like, uh, yeah, and then. It's like I'll pay you not point not not two three bit. Oh, hang on a second. Not point not not not. You want to chuck another not or two? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hang on a second. It's, that's it's some expensive weed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, no, that's I, I enjoy that. So, yeah, we'll go away we'll and research see how it goes. That. But anyway, um, thank you very much for listening to the first half of this week's episode on black markets. And join us after the break where we realise how ignorant we were. Hello and welcome back after the break. You're here with Freddie, Johnny and Alistair talking about black markets. So it's been a week. We've gone and done some research. Hopefully it's not too dark. (laughs) And we're going to start off, as always, with Johnny's description of the week. Johnny, take it away. I mean, when you say not too dark, I mean, the word is black. I mean, that's that's the darkest of colours. I've researched yellow markets the entire time. (laughs) Well, I mean, I did find about grey markets and green markets, so we can talk about that later. I I like, uh, there's loads of different names for it. uh, So so, so I've got two kind of definitions. Um, One was a black market, underground economy, or shadow economy. And I think that sounds cool, a shadow economy. Um, It's a clandestine market or series of transactions that has some aspect of illegality. Or is characterized by some form of non-compliant behavior with an, with an institutional set of rules. And the other definition is a transaction platform, whether physical or virtual, where goods or services are exchanged illegally. And like before, I wasn't sure if it was the black market or a black market, and it's a black market. And it, effectively, it's just the thing of it's not any particular place or whatever. It's anything which is slightly illegal or or it's... well. I can go more into it. There's four different types I found out. Um, oh, for a bit of the name as well, it. it's just because it's like the the black market. There's loads of different things. Apparently, underground economy slash black market was coined after World War One. Obviously, there've been a lot of things of where people are like for rationing and stuff. People are buying and selling stuff illegally, effectively. Um, you know, like oh, we can get some extra chocolate, or extra sugar, or extra meat when we're not allowed to. Um, but you have the the four types are the illegal economy, the unreported economy the unrecorded economy and informal economy. So the way to kind of think of it, the illegal economy is the classic stuff of trades of goods and services, drug trafficking, um, human trafficking, everything like that. So that's just outright illegal stuff. Unreported, and that's more like if you're dodging your taxes, for instance. So you're kind of like, you're deliberately not reporting everything you do. Then you have the unrecorded, which I feel is more to do with your pay. So say, if, say an example could be like... Um, you're self-employed and then you don't record all the money that you receive that's way of it and the informal and i think that's more of like um say you get a tradesperson around to your house and then everything is they buy the tools legally they do everything is under legal premise except maybe they pay you cash in hand and then you whatever so it's the informal economy is more about like a everything's still technically legal minus one part which is probably the main part but everything's kind of like technically a bit above board. So it's not like you can get some dodgy electrician to do your wires and it's not actually correct. It's like, no, everything's actually correct and right. It's just the end part or whatever. So yeah, that would be, gra- be a grand, mate, or 800 quid cash. <laughs> Which you fancy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Well, I, I saw, I, I did, I did see a similar part that the unreported economy. Uh, I don't know if you saw that. I don't know. This estimate was the U.S.'s unreported income is estimated to be two trillion, resulting in a tax gap of four hundred fifty to six hundred billion. Just again, because everyone always needs, I feel, a refresher on numbers. Uh, the, we'll go with the seconds analogy. A million seconds is 11 and a half days. A billion seconds is 32 years. A trillion seconds is 32,000 years. So a two trillion dollar unreported income is, well, 64,000 years if it was a dollar a, a, a year. The entire history of humans on the planet more. <laughs> well, well, it's crazy. Well, also, I mean, an idea as well speaking of like economies, oh god. I was just going to finish up the idea when Sorry. you think black market, yeah. you always think dodgy back streets or whatever. But especially with the unreported and unrecorded, it's very much that's like a blue collar crime thing. So, like, the people who avoid taxes, that is the black market, effectively. So, that is, it's. You mean white yeah, black market? Yeah. You're giving it the dirty name for what it is rather than being like, oh, I'm just kind of dodging my taxes or whatever, stuff like that. It's like, no, you're, you're actively gaining more money from something which isn't right or illegal. But you yeah, said, this is so you white said, collar crime, you said blue right? collar. Yeah, you mean white collar crime, right? White collar crime. Sorry, not blue yeah. collar. I was going to say, is, is blue collar crime a thing? Like, uh, yeah. Police? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just really sad crime. <laughs> um, so, Alistair, would you be interested in just going into your? I know you research a bit about economics, since mm. this follows on nicely. Well, yeah. So the first, obviously, yeah, just the, the scale of it, which obviously you touched on there, but the fact that it was literally trillions of dollars um, is. Is, 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 to put it in the perspective um, a little bit for you is basically that if you added the fast food, movie, fashion and smartphone industries all together, that's still less than a third of the black market economy, which is the shadow wow. economy. So it's just like it's so big. Like if you imagine how much of a part of everyone's lives it would be like even a, even a little bit then it, is, it starts to make sense and then obviously there's plenty of people whose entire lives um, surrounded it. But yeah. Um, so if you assume the economy is like a healthy um, person, for example, uh, the black market is like they've lost an arm and it's <laughs> bleeding <laughs> profusely. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's kind of it is like that, but equally it is, it's 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 like integrated in such a way that you would notice if it disappeared. But equally, it's not, and it has all these negative connotations. But in a lot of cases, it is like it is just born of the government regulating things and it's, it's just it's just sort of humans nature to you know human nature to get around these things and try and find shortcuts and so it's it's um that far more than it is just like like i said the, the knee-jerk response of, oh it's all people selling organs and you know and guns and drugs mm -hmm. it's it's far more like, like like johnny said it's far more nuanced than that in a way of uh you know being just about just sort of it's like the undercurrent of the uh, of the of the river rather than that's crazy big blockade. well to johnny what is the biggest market then now that right, right. It. So I'll go a bit more into it for like, so when we went to Tanzania, uh, we learned some cool facts. One of it was about um, ivory trade and things like that. So one, which is just a ridiculous fact. So you all know for like elephant ivory, which is on the black market, usually it's used in like China or more like um, uh, traditional medicines and stuff like that, which is all a load of baloney. Um, elephant ivory goes for about, it, this varied dependent, I was, it's hard to try to find the price, but about 1.8 thousand so well eighteen hundred thousand dollars per kilo of ivory so that's how much the value is so a kilo of um elephant tusk eighteen hundred dollars 
Um, whereas if you look for rhino horn, can you have a guess for how much rhino horn is per kilo? Like ten times that. <laughs> so that would be. There's not many rhinos left, so. So that's so. If you say ten times, it's eighteen thousand per kilo. But no, it is a whopping sixty-five thousand dollars per kilo for rhino ivory, like absolutely colossal. And it's only it's a thing of like it just keeps getting more expensive because you keep killing rhinos. Um, but there's lots of talks and discussion oh about because um, when we went there as well, like would you legalize this trade or not? So elephants naturally drop their tusks. Um, I think it is, or at least when they die or whatever things like that. So like you are able to actually <laughs> they drop everything when, when they die. die. <laughs> Wait, I'm they, they just gonna... fall off as soon as they die. I don't need these anymore. Dogs lose their tails when they die. If <laughs> if you got a dead dog, it can lose its tail. <laughs> um, I maybe you're wrong actually. Uh, wait, do I think? Alright, the only thing I can find is that natural selection is causing elephants to not have tusks. I'm sorry, um, I feel like they don't drop off because they always look super old, right? Yeah. Antlers. Antlers drop off. I'm thinking antlers. That's why. Um, like yeah, no, it's quite funny that there. there aren't any. They used to have like mega tusks elephants, which used to be like you know the big, the big bull elephants. They were like you know the kings of the savannah or whatever, and they'd be these huge tusks, and they just aren't a thing anymore because they've been naturally selected out. So any elephant with a smaller tusk not is more natural likely, is less likely to get yeah, well, yeah hunting yes, right selectively <laughs> bred, I guess. Um, well, that's oh. probably like in, in in zoos and farms and things. So they just poach so any if you see an elephant with Poaching, big tusks, right, yeah. I'm gonna kill that one. Whereas you see one of the small tusks, I wait for a bigger one to come along. Yeah, right. So th- those are the ones which get b- which are able to breed because they're the only ones remaining. Yeah, so yeah. so it's poaching but rather than yeah, so it's not like forcing breeding, it's, it's through poaching rather than through Yeah, it's through like, poaching. Yeah, it's yeah, natural selection. Yeah. So the strong are able to breed and the strong is having small tusks <laughs> because you're less profitable. <laughs> That's- that's really um, sad, I guess, isn't it? Yeah, but one of the things is, do you legalize it? Because effectively, like, elephants do die. They do have ivory left over. Also, there is so much which is confiscated and effectively just burnt. Um, so is it a case of, could you massively increase government um, wealth effectively by selling off this to more, not as in, like, to medicine like trade, In government like, terms, it's not going to be massive, is it, really? Well, there's, like... They it have, is like, if the government's Tanzania. <laughs> yeah, they have like mil- like they'll do big like hauls from like smuggling or poaching stuff like that. There'll be millions of dollars worth of ivory. Um, in this case of can you put this towards like charities or the elephants back in again for like breeding production stuff like this? It's, it, it's like a it's a good discussion and debate which people can have about. Um, you can have surgery for I, elephants with small tusks to give them bigger tusks. <laughs> <laughs> well, some things they try to do is they see if they could dye the tusks pink. So some, there was a point point of where you'd have, I think they'd tried to do it but it didn't really stop them from doing it other times you can like with rhinos they tried shaving the horns off because they did because mm. they um because it's keratin for the rhinos so they just effectively try to chop it off so they will just have a little stub there um but people still will poach them just for that little nub which is inside their face effectively so like they just can't it's yes. a case of you just need to oh, no. like, protect them but the idea is that's crazy again i digress the reason i'm talking about this is because this is, it was third in the world, it was wildlife. Um, I think it's changed a little bit. But number one, reigning supreme is drugs. Illegal drugs, yeah, right. $500 billion is the the value of illegal drugs on the market. Um, counterfeit, no, actually second, second is hacking, unethical hacking. 
that 450 billion, which has been, I think, claimed in losses effectively of companies, oh, wow. which is huge. Oh, then, okay. Not paying the hackers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, it's more cases of people stealing and stuff out. And I think the way they're able to find that is through people being like, this has been whatever. Um, counterfeits is next. So fake money, 250 billion. Yeah, that was a huge And one. then next was arms. But one said they can't really get an idea of how much the arms market is because it's hard to really tell. Another source said sixty billion, and then after that is the wildlife trade at thirty-two billion. But all this, oh, actually, no, I'll say there's another one, which is coming at a whopping thirty billion dollars. Can you guess what it is? It's cigarettes, cigarettes for being an illegal black market trade. Yeah. Thirty billion because well, they're so heavily taxed. Obviously, you can just undercut the undercut. It's the tax mad, isn't it? Like, so you know they they're like forty. You know, I think they sell for forty dollars a, a thing in Australia at the moment, and then there's like yeah, cost about a dollar to make. So. Yeah, and um, I mean, then after you also get cargo theft at thirty billion and human trafficking at thirty billion as well. Um, so it's, I mean, never nice numbers. Um, but yes, yeah, so that gives an idea yeah. for like, like, if you just imagine how much money is just stored away, all off somewhere else, effectively, which no one has. You reminded me of you reminded me of that tweet. This like, can everyone just give a round of applause to drugs for winning the war on drugs? I think that's a, for, it's like a forgotten <laughs> fact. Do you have any other weird items that I'm hoping aren't so negative? I did, yeah. So there's a little bit of lightheartedness. Okay, so there's a huge black market for sand. <laughs> it's not. It's not oh. like super. It is. I mean, it's a bit depressing, but basically, yeah, sand obviously super valuable in, in terms of being used for building sites, but more so is very easy to steal if you've just got a lot of lorries and you rock up to a beach in the middle of the night <laughs> <laughs> so people just like stealing loads and loads of like truckloads of sand and then selling it on the black market because um, there's something about like that you can't use Saharan sand for like concrete yeah, yeah, but it needs building. to be it's by a river or by the sea that and it's much better because it's wet yeah so yeah quite... so oh, we've got loads of sand but we can't use it because it's bad sand yeah it's, no. it's not fine enough I think so I think it's so like oh it's so dried out I don't know what it is but yeah um, of course they had a yeah of course probably was um, there's a big one for laundry detergent apparently um, just because it's relatively easy to steal and it's like the highest value like essential item if you like so like um, yeah there's a big laundry detergent market for it in the US um, one that totally makes sense is uh, baby formula so that's again I got that one. very expensive yeah uh, and then probably the weirdest one is super realistic masks so these are invariably stolen from movie sets because obviously that's where you're going to get the most, the highest budget. Like obviously the money that goes into movies is under. Tom Cruise right, is so. stealing my shop. <laughs> but, so, um, but yeah, obviously you can understand why there'd be a, a market for that in terms of if you wanted to commit a crime or do something where you could actually change your face well enough that you could like fool a camera or fool, you know, like, uh, wow, you know, cause wild. obviously like in movies, they really do put in like, you know, yeah. hun- like tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of pounds into just, like this, you know, this mask, whatever. So, yeah. Can I um, just jump in here? Because I was looking, obviously, at different things that are on the black market. And one of the subheadings on the list I was looking at was um, racketeering. And I was thinking, I don't actually know what racketeering is. I've heard that word before, but I didn't know. So, to anyone out there who doesn't know, like myself, uh, a racket is a thing you use in tennis. No, a racket <laughs> is, but a racket is a service that is fraudulently offered to solve a problem such as for a problem that does not actually exist or that will not be put into effect or that would not otherwise exist if the racket did not exist itself. I was like, 
that's interesting. I wonder what kind of thing that means. And then I was like, oh, it's things like protection money. <laughs> so, for example, the mafia saying uh, in order for you not to have your house burnt down, uh, you need to pay us protection money because otherwise we'll burn it down. <laughs> and, um, yeah, like blackmailed it. The scary thing is in, this, in southern Italy or and Sicily combined, or it might just be Sicily actually, at least 80% of businesses pay for safety money to a mafia. And that's just terrifying. Yeah. I couldn't believe that. Um, Someone's going to come into yeah, your other... you just, Someone comes into your shop and tells you that you're paying money all of a sudden. I, I can't imagine any other way of how, like... Yeah. Literally, yeah. Which and is just... Organised enough so that, yeah, you can't... There's no one, no one to talk about it right now. But, I mean, also included are fake, fake insurances where people are like, yeah, yeah, this is insurance for earthquakes or it could be anything and they're not actually going to protect you from it (laughs) at all yeah literally Uh, and also includes no show jobs comes under this where someone is paid just to be a face or to be put on the list or just show you have a company or something but actually it's not a job at all yeah that counts as racketeering but i just thought that was interesting to check in there could could i um just yes jonathan i forgot Part of my description had the word clandestine, um, and I thought not everyone will know that word. Um, I completely forgot what it meant as well. Do you guys know clandestine? Clandestine activities is like illegal and illicit, right? I just kept thought it was clandestine, but there we go. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Kept, kept secret or done secretively, especially because illicit. She does it better than that. Oh. And these clandestine meetings. Yeah. Yeah. How one more, one more fun one for you. So even, even more well, like because this again, this is something that you totally would think is very innocent and you know innocuous and everything but it's actually obviously part of the shadow economy is like a kid's lemonade stand because <laughs> you can probably bet they're not uh, going to be paying taxes on that right um and there's a very cute video recently of this guy who like got his kid in like a um in a suit and then he like charged 50 dollars a cup for lemonade <laughs> and the kid was just like really hardball and like you know i'll do it for 45 if you want but <laughs> you know and he made like 86 dollars or something <laughs> Oh man! In the UK, if you have you're a sole trader, if you don't make more than a thousand pounds a year, then you don't have to claim it. I think. No, twelve thousand is, is the lowest tax. Oh, tax. but it's like you know, for like um, declaring you've had any money come in effectively. I think a thousand is the case. If you don't have to tell anyone that you've made a thousand pounds a year, if that's the sole, you know, like it. Say if a kid has a lemonade stand, I think in the UK it'd be a case of as long as they don't make over a thousand pounds, then. It's not. They don't care. I could be wrong on that, but I child labour though they might care about that. <laughs> That's true. Child a reminder that this podcast is not for financial advice <laughs> or child labour laws. <laughs> yeah. Yes, this um, podcast should not be used or referenced for financial advice. Um, <laughs> anyway, I was I was gonna just throw in something here. Something I found was reasons not to use the black market. Uh, which was interesting, and so it no, included yeah, lack of police yes, and everything um, else. Is obviously you know you're basically putting the onus on yourself to like your 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 own insurance there because obviously you can't. Oh, I you know bought these drugs and the guy ripped me off. Excuse me, Mister Policeman, yeah. can you help me out with that? Wait, the mafia <laughs> I paid insurance to the mafia, but then they ripped me off, and I went to the mafia about because of the insurance, and then they said it it wasn't included there. <laughs> I signed a contract and everything. From other mafia, I paid three different mafias, um, but generally it's people who prefer legal suppliers uh, because they're more regulated 
and easier to contact. Um, in some jurisdictions such as the US, customers may be charged with a criminal offence if they knowingly participate in black economy, even as a consumer. You might have a moral code and decide that it's a not good thing to do. And also, which I didn't know, yeah, is that in some jurisdictions, including England and Wales, consumers found to be in possession of stolen goods can have them taken away if they are traced, even if they did not know they were stolen. I didn't know. I didn't know this ivory tusk of, you know, this gun made out of ivory was, was stolen. <laughs> this lemonade I got from this kid down the road. Just put it in a museum and then it's fine. <laughs> That's it's illegal when it's Classic. behind a case. <laughs> That tells us that we stole it. Yeah. I mean, we just, um, see, just put it on your yeah. mantelpiece and have a case and then charge people two quid to come into your house. And they say, it's a museum, oh. it's fine. Um, yeah. Alistair, is there anything that you wanted to chuck in about? Um, yes, there was. I, I um, watched a whole little documentary on um, an entire, like, very specific black market, which I think was quite interesting. I'll give a sort of brief synopsis of it, if you like. Um, so it's basically it's about mercury. Um, basically, it was in. Uh, I think it's Guyana, right? Guyana. They sort of like they had this weird voiceover for the, for the documentary. Anyway, Guyana it's in South um, South Africa, um, and it's they do a lot of obviously panning for gold there, right? And mercury, basically, what it does if when you've got when you're panning for the gold, you put a few drops of mercury in what you're doing, and it just like collects all the gold dust together, and it it bonds with the gold dust, and so it basically makes the gold you know able to be mined like sort of easily by you know by sort of on, on like a sort of you know lower, uh, smaller scale, um, but obviously it's very very poisonous, right? <laughs> um, and so it's illegal in a lot of the surrounding countries. But obviously then because it's legal here and illegal here, that sets up an amazing you know uh, opportunity to make absolutely loads of money um, in the in the black market. So this is kind of a classic example of them just emerging out of uh, you know opportunity to make money because obviously as we said. I think we said last time. Again, we're not all endorsing this here, but crime does pay a lot of money <laughs> until you get caught. <laughs> um, but yeah, so basically, it was, um, it was, yeah, it was definitely it was, a, it was a an insight into the fact that this is all born of desperation, really. Like it's a it's invariably because there's either you know not many other options, or it's just the best option out of a bunch of bad ones. You know, like if you know if, if there is this ability to make money and trying to put food on the table for your for your family, then people will do it. Um, and I think that goes for the, you know, the, the consumers and the um, and the people with the market, oh, you know, and, and the uh, and the sellers, if you like. I mean, the reason I don't harvest organs is because exactly. I've got a better job. Exactly. Without the risk, so yeah, I think that's, that's something important to bear in mind is where it's actually born of, and it is is you could say, oh, it's human nature to be lazy, but it's, it's, I think it's more it's born of, you know, we're obviously all lucky enough to be born in a country and have jobs where we don't need to, you know, need to resort to this. Whereas if you know, for millions of people who do, it's uh, it's it's. United there's, States, two, so. there's two reasons for the majority of crime, it seems. One is coming at the bottom, which is desperation, and the other is at the top of choice. So do you like, I imagine for a lot of people who are like earning millions, obviously like if you get a 40% tax on anything over 150000 say if you earn $5 million a year, you've effectively, some people say you've lost half of your earnings. And or the other thing is you got crazy money, don't really care, and say like Lewis Hamilton, somebody who's made to avoid it's tax. greed at the top more than a yeah, or, or the other thing could be somebody. If it's not the person directly greedy, so Lewis Hamilton, whether or not he he asked an accountant to be like, "Can I shave off some tax, please?" Or was he propositioned yeah, by probably, somebody yeah. to be like, "Hey, do you want to make some more money?" And he's like, 
sure yeah guess why not i just take a cut if that's okay and then you like then it's whether someone's deliberately doing it it's the choice which is made higher at the top and if someone says don't worry it's all technically legal or you'll never get caught then it yeah it's just greed mm-hmm. isn't it it's just mm-hmm. numbers in the numbers in the bank account i mean greed is a choice right because it, is, it assumes you already have enough to be greedy so you choose mm-hmm. to take more yeah yeah yeah. So just and then the final point that they they go into that I think it's worth delving into um, is that invariably they have an inter- a very terrible um, uh, environmental impact, understandably in the way that most human activities do. But then as soon as you take away regulations and everything else, it just becomes you know, so much worse. Um, especially with this, again with this specific this mercury one is a is a big problem with fishing because obviously it's you know leached into the into the rivers and everything. The little fish eat it and then because they can't get rid of it, it just like it sort of binds with the with your, with your organs and does all sorts of terrible things then as the fish get eaten by the bigger and bigger fish it just carries on settling so by the time you get the biggest fish they've eaten like all these mercury filled fish but um and then we and then we eat them exactly fish. so yeah and that's where we start caring <laughs> who cares about <laughs> well, we... i'm caring <laughs> about whether my tuna has mercury in it exactly yeah so i guess yeah, the incredibly much. oversimplified answer is ideally to make the easiest jobs totally worth doing right <laughs> Like the, mm. Yeah, the that works. Communism works so well, in, <laughs> historically speaking. Yeah. <laughs> Theoretically, so, it works. In practice, Johnny, I'm really curious. Please, can you explain Wayfairgate? Right. So this is because because I mentioned it before, and now I've looked it up. Is there were yeah Wayfairgate was there were a a number of like cabinets which were just standard looking. Maybe there's like one photo of a standard looking cabinet, and they ranged from twelve thousand seven hundred dollars to fourteen thousand five hundred dollars. And they had very specific girls' names, so it'd be like Mary Asuna or something like that. Um, and then somebody thought they saw one of the names on a missing persons report, and they thought, well, "Why on earth have you got one picture of a standard-looking cabinet which is worth over twelve thousand dollars, which has a girl's name, which was missing?" Um, and it turned out that they're industrial cabinets, so they are worth that amount. Um, the the names were just randomly generated by a first name and a place name and the price is worth they said they were worth it effectively and what they did to stop it was they changed the names and they also got more photos of the cabinet so you actually see what what money you're paying for effectively Um, and this is all from a rolling stones article but again if you were so conspiracy minded you'd feel like well all you did was just change the names take some more photos of a cabinet and then say it's okay and never worry about it but you know I mean, realistically, it's probably just Wayfair's got mad prices for random things. Maybe it's just money laundering. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, right. That must be that's such a big part of so much of this, right? So, yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. really interesting. Um, it doesn't have to be trafficking. It could just be good old running the market laundry, money laundering. I mean, wouldn't that make sense for Wayfair? Of like, oh, so my mate Ricky, he's got some old kind of like old furniture we're going to sell. Well, sell it super cheap and then just why don't you give me this and I'll sell sorts of furniture? And it's like, what is it like the the mafia um, in? Can't remember, maybe it was somewhere in America, I think. And it was a mafia who had a pizza shop as a front to money launder money. And it turned out that the pizza did better than the criminal activities. So then yeah, they so went straight. Came, yeah, I saw that. Later. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> yeah. Just a last thing that I was wondering if we could just touch upon. Is did anyone look up anything to do with the dark net? Um, no, I did. Like I said, the, the only other thing that was you mentioned for last week was 
Like, could we survive without it? And what's the future of it looking like? That was uh, hard to find. But so basically, yeah, future-wise, cash obviously, the, you know, cashless society that would be quite an interesting one, right? Because um, obviously, in a cashless society, that's going to be a bit of an issue for a lot of criminals. Um, and obviously, the, the, the knee-jerk answer, pretty much everyone's answer to that, is crypto, um, as that was kind of what crypto was when it, you know, in its sort of early days, it was a very much a way for criminals to send each other as much money because of the anonymity of it. Um, but yes, and then, and then in terms of whether we'd have be able to have a society without it, I, I think absolutely not, because it's always just, always going to be things that need to be regulated for whatever reason, and there will always be demand for those things, and where the, the gap between those two is always going to be filled by um, by black market. So yeah. yeah, so I feel it's not that it's needed, but it's definitely going to be here. That there's nothing we can do about it because you know, even with the best intention in the world, somebody wants something cheaper, then they can get it, and you know, maybe go into a shop. Can I haggle you down the price? No. Right, I'll just try to find somebody so it is cheaper. Hmm. Well, unfortunately, I've mess- mentioned it now, so I feel like I should at least just fill out my point. Um, but yes, generally, the dark net is just black market online, is generally what it is. Um, obviously, there has to be special ways to access these sites and to get your goods delivered, but it's huge on the um, hacking and also people boasting about their hacking which can be really good for companies trying to improve their security because then they can see how it's done and try and fortify themselves against it. So that's the only benefit I found <laughs> of the online market. One last Far, far fewer trestle tables involved than I, than I thought um, after researching yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, <laughs> well. um, The last point I just want to make that ties in with what you were saying is grey markets. Grey markets is basically things that can be bought cheaper in one place and sold for more money in another place and this is a huge number of things like arcade games clothes shoes um, loads and loads and loads of things and so this is not quite a dark market because it's actually all technically legal in the places that you're doing it in the sense that you're just buying and selling stuff that's legal but it's illegal to be <laughs> like taking it importing it to another country potentially and Trying to undercut the market in that country. That You're is. not creating anything, are you? So it's bit, yeah. would, would an example of this be online uh, game codes? So if you want to, you can get game codes for a console, for instance, where it's um, you go online and then you download a little code, which then you tell onto your console and it will download the game for you. And usually, say an item would cost like sixty pounds in the UK. What well, I think what some companies online do is say the UK will have a set rate for what they'll put the games at, probably based on GDPR and population generally. Whereas, say, if you were to go to like Kazakhstan, or where it's got a lower GDPR and general population, those games are going to be cheaper than they will be in the UK. So, because they're just download codes, it doesn't really make a difference. So, what companies do is they buy a load up from another country, which is super cheap, then they sell them in another country for, well, a markup, but still undercutting the rest of the market comparatively so with that i think that would be a gray market because it's technically legal but at the same time it's not yes <laughs> all that um green ones for everyone ah yes green market is basically um reselling used things online upcycling yeah but so it's the fact that you can also do uh, some people the entire take of used cars for example and resell them in another country and actually make a huge profit where those automobiles wouldn't be as accessible but yes also can be um, Facebook marketplace and dodgy stuff on eBay 
I mean, to have an idea for like distance for our American oh, yeah. listeners. If if you go to America and if you were to buy a bike, like a motorbike, in the UK, say it costs three thousand pounds, and if you go to America, you can bet it probably costs three thousand dollars. So something of where like depending on what country you're in depends on the price you can buy something. Then that's where you'd have that difference. Yeah, exactly. So, guys, thank you very much for joining me this week on our the darkest of topics, which is the black market. I hope that you've learned something new, as I definitely have as well. And we'll see you guys on the next episode. Goodbye for now. Beautifully <laughs> 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 planned. Nice keep that in. <laughs>